Hi everyone and welcome back. My name is Alex Romero and today I'm going to be talking about post-traumatic stress disorder. So post-traumatic stress disorder, which is also known as PTSD, is classified in the DSM-5 as an anxiety disorder. Post-traumatic stress disorder may include flashbacks that have a hallucinatory quality and hypervigilance that may reach paranoid proportions. Traumatic events and symptoms feature relating to reliving and reacting to events that are required to make the diagnosis. Post-traumatic stress disorder is very similar to other anxiety disorders such as bipolar disorder, but it is very important to differentiate them from other anxiety disorders such as generalized anxiety disorder and even panic disorder. So similarly to bipolar disorder, symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder need to be differentiated. And so it's helpful to know that post-traumatic stress disorder is episodic in nature and the symptoms that are described can also be triggered, making this a differential diagnosis. One of the pillars of post-traumatic stress disorder is the fear of separation from loved ones. This is very common after traumatic events such as disasters, particularly when periods of separation from loved ones were experienced during the traumatic event. This is different from separation anxiety disorder because in separation anxiety disorder, the worries um, concern the well-being of the figures attached and separation from them. In post-traumatic stress disorder, the symptoms concern intrusions about and avoidance of the memories associated with the traumatic event itself. For trauma and other stress-related disorders, as a rule of thumb, if the phobia develops following a traumatic event, then post-traumatic stress disorder should always be considered as a diagnosis. However, if those traumatic events came before the onset of the post-traumatic stress disorder and specific phobia, then that may not be the case. In that case, then the diagnosis of a specific phobia would be assigned only if the criteria for post-traumatic stress disorder is not met. In 2013, the American Psychiatric Association revised PTSD's diagnostic criteria when it revised the DSM-5 and it included it in a new category known as trauma and stressor-related disorders. So all of these conditions within that category are classified or in this classification are required to have exposure to a traumatic or stressful event as a diagnostic criterion. So there are a few criterias for PTSD and they are as follows. So the first criteria, criterion A, is a stressor. There's always one required. So the person either needs to be exposed to death, threatened death, actual or threatened serious injury, or actual or threatened sexual violence in the following ways. There needs to be either direct exposure, witnessing the trauma, learning that a relative or close friend was exposed to a trauma, or indirect exposure to aversive details of the trauma. So usually this is um, like professional duties such as like medics and first responders and police officers as well. The second criteria for PTSD is called intrusion symptoms. So there is also one required. 
And what this means is that the traumatic event has to be persistently re-experienced in one of the following ways. Either by unwanted upsetting memories, those are the hallucinatory flashbacks that we spoke about before, it can be within nightmares, other flashbacks, emotional distress after exposure to the traumatic reminders. So those are the triggers that we were talking about. And then physical reactivity after exposure to traumatic reminders as well. The third criterion would be avoidance. And avoidance of trauma-related stimuli after the trauma is going to to mean basically that trauma-related thoughts or feelings or external reminders of the trauma, um, that you're trying to avoid them at all cost. The fourth criteria is known as criterion B D, sorry, and it's negative alterations in cognitions and mood. And you need two two of them are required. So negative thoughts or feelings that began or worsened after the trauma need to be two of them need to be um, felt in the following ways. The first would be inability to recall key features of the trauma or or overly negative thoughts and assumptions about oneself or the world, so just becoming increasingly pessimistic, exaggerated blame of self or others for causing the trauma, negative affect, decreased interest in activities, feeling isolated, and difficulty experiencing positive affect. So again, for criterion D, two of those are required. For criterion E, our fifth one, alterations in arousal and reactivity is the name. And basically what that means is that trauma-related arousal and reactivity that began or worsened after the trauma um, can be seen in the following ways. Irritability and aggression, uh, risky or destructive behavior, hypervigilance, heightened startle reaction, difficulty concentrating, a difficulty sleeping. And then for criterion F, our sixth one, it's duration, which is required. And basically what that means is that the symptoms last for more than a month. Criterion G is also required and it's functional significance. And it's that these symptoms create distress or functional impairment. So whether that be socially or in your job, in general, that is required and then finally exclusion so symptoms are not due to medication substance use or other mental illnesses so out of those criterias out of the eight criterias um for criterion a b c there's just one required from the list for d it's two required for E, it's one, and for F, G, and H, it is, they are all required because it's just one. So I just wanted to clarify that these criterions are used for mental health professionals when they're assessing whether or not someone is suffering from PTSD. So this would basically be like um, a, a check or minus type thing. So for the first criteria, you know, the first part of the criteria is the criterion A, the stressors, there's one required. Are they experiencing A, B, C, or D? Yes or no. And so it goes that way for all the criterias until, you know, all of them have been met and then we can properly diagnose someone with post-traumatic stress disorder. Now that you can kind of understand and have a gauge as to what PTSD is like, I just wanted to bring up the relevance of it and why it's so important to me specifically. So PTSD is extremely common and um, according to the Mayo Clinic, 
every year the U.S. has more than 3 million cases. So this is a very common disorder that can last months or years and that, you know, treatment includes different types of trauma-focused psychotherapies and medications as well to help kind of manage symptoms. PTSD is something that affects veterans at an alarming rate. According to research done by the United States Department of Veteran Affairs, as of 2018, more than 1.7 million veterans had received mental health treatments. When I was eight years old, my uncle came back from his second tour in Afghanistan, and he was different. Radios and phones were tactically placed bombs, the oven was bugged, and even our cars had been compromised by the enemy. Everyone was an enemy, everything was against him, and everyone was out to get him. Shortly after returning from his second tour, my uncle was diagnosed with severe post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as generalized anxiety disorder and paranoid personality disorder as well, resulting from trauma that he saw over there, as well as biology and other environmental factors, my uncle had come back a completely different person. That's why PTSD and PTSD awareness are so important to me. These people have been putting their lives on the line for us and our freedoms for way too long to not get the help that they deserve. So the main difference between childhood onset PTSD and adulthood onset PTSD is that children are a lot more resilient. And basically resilience is uh, the ability to mentally or emotionally cope with something a lot quicker so children may be able to bounce back to their pre-crisis mentality and their status and their personalities a lot more easily than someone with adulthood onset ptsd